Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. Happy Easter to you, our friends who are joining us for service on air or online. Jesus is risen indeed, and he is alive forevermore. For those who are part of the Watoto family, I want to join what Pastor Gary already said, happy 38th anniversary. I want to take a moment and share with you God's Word. And really what I'm going to do is to build on what Pastor Gary already said. He laid the foundation so, so well. And I just want to build onto it by talking about the power of Christ's resurrection on this Resurrection Sunday. Now, Lord, anoint your Word and everyone that hears it in Jesus' name. Amen. Man. Now, my key thought throughout what I'm going to share in building on to what Gary already shared is this. Christ's resurrection power is the key to living a life of victory. His resurrection power. That's why this day is so important for us as Christians. The Apostle Paul in Philippians 3 talks about never putting our confidence in the flesh or our achievements. And he says, instead, we should put our confidence in Christ and his resurrection power. In fact, hear what Paul says in Philippians 3.10. His desire is captured here. He says, for my determined purposes, this is in the Amplified, that I may know him who Christ, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. He wants to know Christ more. But then he adds, and that I may in that same way, hear this, come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection which it exerts over believers. Friends, Christ's resurrection power is real and is available to us to give us hope for a life of victory. Paul, writing to the Ephesians, he prayed for them concerning this subject, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 18 and onward. He says, I pray that the eyes of your heart, that's my prayer for you today, may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and here it comes, his incomparably great power for us who believe. And he describes it. That power is the same as the mighty strength that he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and all authority, power or dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Man, Paul's desire is that we all get to know that resurrection power, Christ's resurrection power. On this day, we remember that morning 
When the ground shook and an angel from heaven descended, rolled away the stone, the guards who were present couldn't handle the sight of this angel who was like lightning dressed in white. They fell as though dead. And when the two Marys came, the angel said to them, don't you bother looking into the tomb. Jesus isn't there. He's risen. Something powerful happened. That same power that was demonstrated on that Sunday morning is available for us to guarantee us life that is victorious. And I want to pick on those three areas that Gary already said at the start of our service today. Please note, number one, Christ's resurrection power gives us victory over sin. Do you feel defeated by sin? Caught up in the habit of sin? Carrying the guilt and shame for sin? You can have victory. You don't have to remain a slave to sin. Here's what Paul says in Romans chapter 7, and I'm going to read from verse 14 to 25. It's a bit long, but it describes how we struggle with sin every day. He says that we know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual. Sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. That's how we feel sometimes. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know the good itself, that, that good itself does not dwell in me. That is in my sinful nature. For I have a desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. Ever feel like that? You know the wrong you shouldn't be doing, but find yourself doing it over and over again. You've tried different ways to stop it, set resolutions, and you just can't, and you feel like defeated, and you're giving up. In verse 21, Paul says, So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, it was right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner, captive of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Verse 25, thanks be to God who delivers me through Christ our Lord. In Jesus, we have victory over sin. His resurrection power gives us power to overcome any habitual sin. We don't have to be slaves anymore. Secondly, his Christ's resurrection power gives us victory over Satan. Gary already alluded to it. I have found that some people can handle physical challenges very well. They can deal with them. Some will even deal with difficult, emotionally charged situations and handle them properly. But when they face anything to do with spiritual confrontation, where there is satanic activity and demonic activity, witchcraft, I found that people start to feel powerless. They can't do anything. In fact, people start to run away from anything demonic or anything satanic. But I love what Jesus said. This isn't before he rose from the dead. He sent his disciples out and they had a very powerful experience over Satan and his demons. They came excited. And in Luke 10, 
verse 18, this is what Jesus says to them. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And then he said to them, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. This is before he rose from the dead. He says, I've given you authority. When Jesus rose from the dead, he now said, all authority in heaven and on earth is mine. Now go, preach the gospel, heal the sick, drive out demons. In other words, do not be afraid of Satan. You have power to overcome him. I know very recently in our country, people have been talking about this whole idea of witchcraft and some people are afraid to even sit in particular offices because they are afraid that something may happen, bad may happen to them. People are running away and moving from business location to the other because the neighbor began to perform some uh, witchcraft there and they are afraid. Child of God, you don't have to be afraid. Jesus has given you the power to overcome Satan and all his demonic activity. Don't run away from your neighborhood. Stay there. God bless you with a beautiful home. If there is neighbors that are doing evil, come on. Seek Christ and his resurrection power will defeat every power of Satan. In the Bible, there's a story of a man, Elijah, who was faced with 400 witches of Baal. And it was like a show of power. And these 400 witches tried to call on their gods, on Baal, and nothing happened. Why? Elijah was present there. And they did all kinds of things the whole day and nothing happened. But when Elijah prayed, God showed up and he had the victory. Listen, child of God, if Christ is in you, wherever you are, it doesn't matter how many people are against you, your presence as a child of God will neutralize the works of Satan. Don't be afraid. You have Christ's resurrection power living in you. First John chapter 3 and verse 10 says, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. Colossians 2.15 says, he defeated the rulers and the powers of the spiritual world. With the cross, he won the victory over them and led them away as defeated and powerless prisoners for the whole world to see. Christ's resurrection power gives us victory over Satan and his demons. Now finally, Christ's resurrection power gives us victory over death. When Jesus rose from the dead, he defeated death once for all. People are afraid of death. Medical science has tried hard to prevent death, but it does happen. Even the most powerful on the planet are afraid of death. They have security around them. And when there is a threat like COVID was, even the most powerful were wearing masks because they were afraid to die. Not just one, some were wearing two or three. That was preventive. Why? We don't want to die. We're afraid of death. And we must do everything to enjoy life here on earth. But as a child of God, you don't need to be afraid of death because of Christ's resurrection power. Because he rose from the dead, we too will rise from the dead. First Corinthians chapter 15 and um, 
Paul says something powerful here. He says from verse 50, I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. And then he says, listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed, for the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with, the Im with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death! has been swallowed up in victory, hallelujah. Where, oh death, is your victory? Where, oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law, but thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. We don't have to be afraid of death. Child of God, our last breath here is our first breath in eternity. Paul had a struggle between remaining alive and dying and being in the presence of God because to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. And he had this struggle and he says, I want to be present with the Lord, but for your sake, I'm going to remain alive because I need to continue preaching the gospel. And he said this, this is true for every child of God. This should be your theme. For me to live is Christ every day. I live for Christ. And when I die, to die is gain. I will be in the presence of my Lord. Why? Christ's resurrection showed us that death is never final. He defeated death once for all. Hebrews 2, 14 to 15, my last verse for you today. Since the children are flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death, he might break the power of him who holds the power of death. That is the devil. And free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Christ's resurrection power gives us victory over death. So how do you access Christ's resurrection power? That is key to victorious living over habitual sin, the bondage of sin, gives us victory over Satan and all his demons, and that same power that gives us victory over death by doing two things. Number one, you must be born again. Pastor Gary already did that. He prayed for you. You must be born again. Invite Jesus. But secondly, you need to invite Holy Spirit. Because Holy Spirit is the one that gives us that same power that raised Christ from the dead that assures us of victorious living. May I pray for you? Now, Father, I pray on this Resurrection Sunday that you will remind us we are not defeated. That in Christ we have victory. And that because of the resurrection of Jesus, we too have hope that the same power that raised him from the dead is available to us. And I pray that by your Spirit, empower your children to know that they have victory over habitual sin, break every bondage of sin, give them the assurance that they have power over Satan and all his demons, 
and that death is never final, that they will live for you and one day we will live forever in your presence. I give you honor in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the Word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at watertochurch.com. Hey,